Hello. Oh, hold on, I'm upside down. Okay. I am doing um, a live video from my car for the very first time. I've never done this. So let me know if you can hear me and you can see me. My name is Rachel Jones and I'm so excited to be here. I'm not used to also holding my phone this way. I'm holding it, um, I'm setting it up horizontal, not vertical. So everything feels different, but I'm so incredibly excited to talk to all of you today about Christmas and spending time with our families, being a light to our families and taking uh, the time to just absolutely let heaven invade in our family um, dinners and traditions this Christmas. So let's pray to begin um, and then we'll get right into it. Lord, thank you so much for this time. I pray that for the next 30 minutes, everybody listening feels watching. It feels really encouraged, Lord. I pray that you challenge all of us this Christmas season to shine your light, Lord, to love unconditionally and show um, your joy and your peace to our family members who may or may not know you, Father, and to be an excellent example to our children, potentially our spouses, if they don't know you, Father. And I pray that most of all, we have you first in our heart. Um, and that we just continuously have a grateful attitude for how much you've blessed us with, Lord. And I pray for anybody hurting right now that you offer them comfort and that they feel your presence for the entire month of December, Lord. You love us so much. We are unworthy. Um, and we just want to be obedient and faithful to you. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So, hello, I'm Rachel Jones. If you have never seen me on here, I'm one of our writers. I wanted to start with asking you guys, who travels for Christmas? So I'd love to see um, a couple people let me know it, what are your traditions as far as seeing family? Do you just do Christmas with your immediate family? Do you do a big extended family thing? Do you travel? I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, no matter what you do this Christmas, you're going to see some family. And if you really are just with your husband and kids, you're going to see friends probably and just experience opportunities to be with people who don't know the Lord, who are stressed out and worried and fearful this Christmas. So our situation is that we do travel every single Christmas. We have never woken up in our own beds and we don't ever have um, the opportunity to do Christmas morning in our own home. But it's an amazing tradition. And my husband and I, our entire family lives in Arizona. My sisters, their husbands and parents, my husband's parents, everybody. So we're the ones who go. And so right off the bat, it's you know stressful for us because we have four children and we've always traveled. And so I have to remember to pack everything and be prepared. And I'm entering in and we're staying at my parents' the entire time or we're staying at my husband's parents. So it also throws me off because normally, you know, we as wives and mothers are the ones in charge and we're off, we're the ones cooking and planning. But now I'm stepping into my parents' home as an adult with a husband and four kids and my in-laws home. So I have learned a lot over the years about um, just my behavior and the way I want to carry myself and show up with Jesus every single year um, and just enter into our family's homes with so much love and grace and compassion um, and patience. So 
I'm excited to share some of the things that I've learned. Um, so the very first thing is unconditional love, unconditional love. Um, you know, first Peter four, eight, of course says love covers. Hey, I need to restart cause it's not showing me. Um, weird. Okay. So you can just hear me, but you can't see me. Okay. Um, I don't know. For my end, it says that my microphone is on and no, you can't see me. Okay. Um, that's weird. Some people can see me. Some people can't. I don't know. Uh, I can just keep talking and I can try turning my phone this way. Can you guys see me now? Um, I have my phone on, Deb. It says that everything's working. My microphone, my camera. Okay. I'm going to keep talking. Okay. I changed my, my camera though. Let me turn it back. It's lines and blurred. <gasps> Darn it. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm, we're using a new thing and I didn't get it all situated before. So sorry. I will just do the best I can. Um, first Peter four, eight love covers deeply and it covers a multitude of sins. And it's so important with our family, especially the ones who aren't Christians, they are living from a place of, you know, not freedom, freedom in Christ is what we have. And our family is consumed by what's going on in the world. And I think that this Christmas especially is the most important because last year, often we didn't get together because of COVID, but this year we have the opportunity to get together but now there's all these stresses and things that people are concerned about. And, you know, talking about max, masks and vaccines. And I just want to really strongly encourage you to just love, 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 um, be patient, be kind, hope, have so much hope um, going in and just trust that the Lord will cover it all. But what you can do ahead of time, what my husband and I always do before we travel is we pray together and we talk to our kids and we really prep our kids and just explain to them how we want to be um, demonstrating Christ's love. We, we kind of make traveling for Christmas and going to different family members' houses as our family mission. That this is our opportunity during a time of loneliness for many and bitterness that we can bring in. And I always like to say, like, invade our family's homes with Christ's love. Um, I think of that even though I'm an adult and I have four kids of my own, I'm still called to honor my mother and my father and my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. And that's one of the Ten Commandments after all. And it doesn't just end when we leave our parents' homes. When we go back and we stay with our parents or we stay with, even if we're staying with like aunts and uncles, we're called to continue to honor them and love them and respect them, even if we have different opinions. And, you know, my in-laws and I over the years, we've had our differences and you know, they, they don't see eye to eye with my husband and I on all the, you know, political um, agendas of the world. And they just have a lot of different opinions. 
But guess what? They raised my son, or sorry, they raised my husband, their son, and they are faithful, loving, kind people who are dedicated parents. And it doesn't matter what they believe politically. And it doesn't matter what they spend their money on. At Christmas time, we need to just show up with unconditional compassion and love and not focus on the family members that do things that are frustrating. But we need to be prepared that, you know, our kids might be spending time with cousins that, you know, don't have the same boundaries that we do. Other parents don't raise their kids maybe the same way you do. And that's where it goes back to prepping our kids and explaining to our kids, hey, guess what? If one of your cousins brings something up, just ignore it. Just just talk about something different. You know what? Don't tattletale. Don't make. Don't be prideful and make it sound like you're better than them. But we, you know, we live a different way. But we can still have joy and have fun and have compassion. It's Christmas. Um. So Exodus twenty twelve. You guys know it. Father, honor your father and mother, so that you may live long in the land that God has for you. That verse is really special to me because I want to remember that as long as I live, I still need to honor my in laws and honor my parents. Um, Colossians 3.13, bear with each other, forgive each other, just as the Lord forgave you. There are going to be times this Christmas or maybe things that have happened in the past that you need to forgive in order to show up um, with a heart that is centered on Christ. You have to be able to forgive and not hold grudges and not show up already semi-mad with your family members. No matter what has happened throughout the year, no matter what you've seen them post on Facebook, no matter what they might have said to someone else, like a gossip situation, you have to show up with a slate clean, with forgiveness, with love, because we are called to bear in love. That's actually going to be unpleasant. It's not just going to be, oh, we're so loving and everything is easily, easily done. Christ knows it's going to be hard. To bear with someone means to step in, to manage it, to almost like fight for this love and forgiveness, which is so important this Christmas time. I can tell you all the years of traveling, there have been times that I have shown up to Phoenix where our families live and I've been mad at someone in the family and I was frustrated, but I have to try my best to just step up and show forgiveness because you know who's watching? My children and my children know Uh, what a special time Christmas is, and they want to enjoy themselves. And if they see mommy being frustrating or being bitter, you know, they might turn around and treat their cousins that way. And you just never know um, what your kids are watching and what they're seeing. And of course, God is always watching. And we need to be a reflection of Christ's love. Um, Bearing, assuming, being gentle. Also, something I wanted to touch on is being the one to start the conversation. Right now, there might be family members in your life that you aren't currently speaking with. Maybe you guys haven't talked or texted in a while because something has gone on and Christmas or Christmas Eve is going to be the first time. Well, I think you should be the first one to start the conversation. Um, There was a season probably six or seven years ago when my sister, one of my sisters really hurt our family and she didn't hurt me, but she hurt my parents. But I'm so fiercely devoted and loyal to my parents. I wanted to get on the defensive and fight for my parents and stand up to my sister. But you know what spoke the most and you know what is still slowly over the years um, showing my sister Christ's love is that I was the one who started the conversation and she now comes back to Christmas and everything has been restored because we did it the healthy way with Christ. And you can't avoid people at Christmas. It's going to be awkward if you show up on Christmas Eve or Christmas, even if there's 10 or 15, 20 people 
you can't hide out from that family member you have an issue with. You need to press into that issue and you need to pray before that the Lord will give you courage and strength. And you need to step into that dinner, that meal, and just love on that family member. Absolutely love on that family member, you guys, because people are really hurting right now. And people who don't have Christ don't have hope. And it's our job to love our family members and give them hope and demonstrate that hope. Allow them to see that, yeah, things are hard right now in our world, but guess what? I can still have joy because I know where my hope comes from and I know where my strength comes from. And a simple hug, a family member, maybe you haven't hugged them in a while, going up, rubbing their back, giving them a hug can speak so much. It, you, even if you're feeling like, no way, Rachel, I can't even talk to this person. Just give them a hug offer them, go cut them a piece of pie and bring it to them. Try to serve them. Uh, use your gifts to serve your family members. Maybe you know that you have a gift for hospitality and you've avoided having people over because you don't want to deal with the potential pain. This is year to step into that. This is a year to use your gifting. Maybe you have a gift of prayer and pray for that family member. Maybe you're not quite to the spot where you can pray over them. But pray before, like right as you're walking into the door or if they're arriving at your house, right before they arrive, gather your kids, gather your husband and pray individually by name for all the people that you will be spending Christmas Eve and Christmas with. Um, pray something that is a practical thing I pray for is um, just pray that I will see my family members with the way God sees them. There was that song a few years ago. Uh, by Brandon Heath that said, that was called Give Me Your Eyes. And the chorus said, I'm a horrible singer, like, give me your eyes for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that you've wanted me to see or something. I'm botching it, but it's a call of our heart to God. God, give me your eyes so I can see these people in a different way. And I can just miraculously not even see their frustrations. I cannot even see the way they've hurt me. All I see is that they're your beloved child. And it, you guys, it's so powerful. It really, really, really works when you see them and you know how much God loves them and you know that God has a plan for them. And even if they're being stubborn and they're digging in their heels to go against God, or maybe they, you know, once were a Christian and they're stepping away and they're being bitter towards God and we we're seeing it happen. We're seeing them walk away from Christ. We have to continue to look at them as Christ's beloved child. You know, there's going to be a lot of conversations. There's going to be drama. There's going to be conversations about COVID and vaccines and politics. And, you know, people are going to be drinking and maybe you don't drink. And some people say bad words in front of your kids and you're going to be upset. But you have to know in these situations and people are also going to maybe want to start a fight with you because they know you're Christian and they're just going to want to rile you up. But we are not called to be right. We are not called to be right. We are called to show his grace and show his love. And you know what? I love fighting. I'm a feisty girl. I know that sometimes I can enter a conversation or sorry, an argument and I could win it in the sense my points are more valid. But guess what? We are not called to enter into fights and to be right or wrong. It doesn't matter. Show grace. Grace abounds. Show love. I just can't. It's just fighting just can't ever work, you guys. It just can never work. Um, because, you know, most of the people in the world, their first response is anger and their first response is, um, you know, that tone of voice starts creeping up and they start getting upset. But 
again, they're living with just what they're hearing in the world, which the world is discouraging and the world is angry and they don't have Christ. And they're living from not a free place like we have. So we need to step into that freedom. So a couple of practical things before um, we go on a trip, I will make a list of everybody I know who's going to be you know, at our family events and I will pray for them by name. I'll think of a specific prayer request. Um, maybe it's specifically for them, an area that um, I want the Lord to step in, but also sometimes it's a prayer for me about them. Like, Lord, I know that I need extra patience when I'm dealing with this person. Father, please give me extra grace. Please help me to disregard, you know, how many times they say the F word and help me to just, um, you know, put some of that stuff away and assume the best and be gentle uh, my kids and I really, really talk before we travel and we pray for our family members. Uh, but something that helps me survive the trip is you need to give yourself alone time. You need to step away from all the family uh, and go on a walk. So I'm blessed how we go to Phoenix. So it's warm. So my husband and I try to take a walk every single day and just kind of have a status meeting and update. We just make sure everybody's good, check our hearts because we sleep at my parents' house. We sleep at my in-laws. We're around family nonstop. And so we need those moments of a walk of peace. You need time where you're just with your own kids and your kids aren't always with the family. So take breaks, give yourself that opportunity. Um, also try to be extra helpful. Whenever I go to Phoenix, I just really try to step up. And even if you're not traveling, maybe you're hosting or you're going to a Christmas Eve dinner. Um, just pray that you can have extra strength to be helpful. I think that showing a servant's heart is a really, really good way to show Christ's love. And people will, it's unexpected, you know, and people will be surprised. Oh, you want to help? Or, oh, maybe offer to stay a little late after everybody's gone home and help wash the dishes and help clean up and, or maybe show up a little early if they're fine with that and help set up. Just go the extra mile this month to show Christ's love. Um, Again, starting the conversation right now, you know, Christmas is in three weeks, I think, two and a half. Uh, if you know that you're going to be attending a dinner or an event, maybe send someone a text message that you haven't seen for a while that you know is going to be there. And just touch base. Tell them that you're thinking about them. Tell them that you're praying for them. Uh, maybe if they, if someone isn't coming, invite them if you're allowed to do that, depending on the situation. But just plan ahead. So when the event happens, you show up and your heart is already in the right spot and you've started that conversation, you've sent them a text, send them a Christmas card, even if they've gotten off your list recently, um, you know, buy them a chocolate bar, send buy. Oh, here's another tip. Buy a hostess gift, no matter where you're going, even if it's somebody that is a really, really, really close family member and your relationship's healthy at the moment, buy them a, ho a hostess gift. People really appreciate that. Or maybe somebody's hosting for the first time this year, show up with some flowers, show up with um, just some nice chocolates. I think that that will make the person hosting feel um, just so seen and, and appreciated and respected. And that's something I try to do when I go to Phoenix is I have a separate, I mean, I get my parents a Christmas gift, but I get them something small and separate that shows, I appreciate you hosting my whole family and my four children and, and thank you for cooking. And of course we're there for two weeks. So it's an extreme example, but I really like to show up with something special. Um, and what was my other tip? Oh, for other cousins, if you're going to see, if you guys have a lot of cousins in your family, which we do, we, my husband and I have tried organizing like a small gift exchange for the cousins and it's like five to $10. Um, and my sisters and I have done it. And 
I think it's really cool and it shows it gives your kids before you travel for Christmas or before you show up for the event, they're already thinking about that family member. What would that family member like? And what would this family member be blessed with? And I, it's just fun because then it gets you thinking about that person. And while you're shopping for them, you can pray for them. And then you can write a handmade special card. It's just another way to show um, love and appreciation and respect and kindness. But the overwhelming the overwhelming thing word that I want you guys to take from today too is forgiveness and hope. We have to love each other and we have to forgive because love and forgiveness covers a multitude of sins. And we have to, we have to, have to, have to show Christ's hope. Um, the world is hopeless and we have the gift of hope. Um, and I think of all the Christmas songs, just like, Noel, and he's the hope of the world. And we are the vessels. We are the ones who are going out to the kingdom. And we're the ones who are demonstrating that hope. So that is, those are the two main takeaways. I also, um, I meant to say this way earlier, but if anybody else wants to share any things that they do when they travel or when they go to someone's house, if you have any tips, if you have any tricks, uh, please put them in the comments. It would be super helpful. And if anybody wants prayer specific things that you guys really want encouragement for, and you know that you're weak in this area and you're like, I'm desperate and I know I need help in A, B, and C, please let me pray for you in the next couple minutes. Um, I know that for me, for our family right now, we have, um, we have family. So my main, my mom and dad and everybody like they're in Phoenix, but we have family coming in from Maryland this year. And if anybody has heard our story, uh, we discovered that I had a brother, a long lost brother, and my dad had a child. And I've already talked about this publicly, so it's fine. But his family's coming for Christmas the first time, and we've never done that. And it's going to be a whole new dynamic. So I really want prayer, and I'm planning to spend some time prepping my kids in the next couple of weeks. Just it's a new dynamic, and we have new cousins, and we're going to be kind and we're going to be grateful. and. Um, oh yeah, I love that, Deb. Um, to talk about that it's not our birthday. Yeah, that's, that's really important for our kids to know that Christmas for kids can tend to be all about me. What am I getting? And what's, you know, what are we eating for Christmas dinner? And what kind of treats am I going to have next? But to have that spirit of contentment and realizing that it's not your birthday, it's not our birthday. We're here to love and honor Jesus. And something else that I've been thinking about is, when Jesus comes, like, what will he find? Will he find a warm, loving, happy home? Or will he find lonely, depressed, anxious, angry people? And we want to open up our arms for Jesus to arrive. You know, that's Advent means coming. He's coming. And we need to have a spirit of gratefulness and thankfulness. So when Jesus enters our heart and enters our homes, that he feels welcome. And, you know, when we enter someone else's home and share a meal with them, that they feel known and seen. So what will Jesus find? Okay. I want to pray and let me know if you guys want any uh, prayer for anything. I want to pray for everybody's families and I want to pray for the next couple of weeks leading up to it. Um, oh, hola. I think it's hola or ole. I'm going to pray for you. Thank you so much for your vulnerability and your honesty. It's so hard when you're having a mental, you know, challenge during Christmas season, but God can heal you and redeem you. So 
I need to end at 3.30. So I want to spend like a full five minutes in prayer. So I'm going to stop right now. But I just wanted to make sure you guys got the verses that I read today. Deb, if you could write them out. It's 1 Peter 4, 8, Colossians 3.13, and Exodus 20.12. So those are the verses I used. If anybody wants to look them up or write them down in their journals. And thank you so much for everybody who's watching. I'm going to pray right now. Father God, we love you. Father, we come to you, so many of us empty and barren and desperate. Um, Lord, I pray specifically for Ola, Ole, that she feels your presence right now, Lord, that she's comforted, that it seems daunting to get through Christmas and to get through the month of December, Father. But I pray that you lift her up, that you give her strength, that you give her confidence, that she can live in a healthy place with you at the center. Father, I pray that you give her strength and courage. I pray that you give her time to spend with you and help her have self-control to not hurt herself or to do anything destructive, Father. Help her to have absolute self-control and also to have self-control with the habits that she creates, including reading your word, Lord. I pray that she gets into your word and that it soaks into her heart, Father, and that she is a woman of God who fears you. She's wonderfully made, that she fears you and knows you all the days of her life. And it's just blaring from who she is, no matter where she goes. Your Holy Spirit presence is walking with her, Father, that it's strong and that it's relevant. It's right there that everybody sees it, Lord. I pray for that for everybody watching that as we enter into family members' homes this Christmas season, that we take your presence with us so strongly that we invade these houses, that they become spirit-filled. And no matter if they love you or if they don't love you, Lord, that the house is multiplied with your Holy Spirit that it is an amazing miracle Christmas season for all of our help club moms. I pray for our marriages. I know that something I didn't touch on that I wanted to, Father, I forgot, was it's always stressful at Christmas for your marriage. I know that my husband and I always tend to fight more when we travel. Lord, and I pray right now for love to abound, patience and forgiveness with our husbands, and that we bite our tongues and that we're a team. When we travel or when we go into a family member's house this Christmas season, that a husband and wife, we are united, we're a united front, and that we show so much love and compassion and gentleness to everybody that we come across this Christmas season. I pray for our children that they will radiate a spirit of gratefulness and thankfulness. And like Deb said, that they won't focus on themselves and become selfish, that they will be selfless children who set an amazing example and who are happy to just be with family. And of course, they're going to get toys and eat desserts and stay up past their bedtime, Lord. But I pray that they are sweet and they are kind through it all and that they are gentle. And I pray for attitudes while we travel, attitudes while we might be driving across the city, that everybody is patient and kind, Lord. And I lift up all of the conversations that will be happening around the table, that people are, you know, that they just have self-control and that they can assume the best and start those conversations in a gentle way. And if something difficult and frustrating gets started, Lord, that we can respond with love, that no matter what, love covers a multitude of sins. And that if somebody wants to start a fight with us, Lord, that we don't allow it, that we don't give into our anger, that none of us give into our anger, that we remain calm and we just say, you know, I don't, I don't really want to talk about this right now. And we change the subject to something filled with joy and peace. Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity to get together today. Father, I pray that 
everybody watching now and everybody watching, you know, in the next couple hours feels your presence and feels your peace. I pray for all the families listening, um, that we are united, that we are a unit, that we love each other, that we care for one another, that we notice when someone's hurting, that we think about others before we think about ourselves and that we are sacrificial, that we have a servant's heart and that we use our gifts to highlight you father. And that we use our gifts to highlight you that we don't focus on ourselves. It's Christmas season. Lord, we love you. Amen. Okay. I got really close when I was praying. I want to let you know that I'm going to check this and we will keep praying. Please, please add any more prayer requests. Our team will keep seeing this and keep praying for you. We love you. Thank you so much for watching. Sorry at the beginning that I had some issues, but I will do this again shortly. And I, now I know how to do it. So that will be a problem next time. Okay. Thank you. And I love you all. Have a really good day. Bye.